When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. Look for new menu items like their better for you comfort foods, including the tuna poke bowl and spaghettini primavera, plus seasonal favorites like the new maple grain salad, beef stroganoff and carrot cake. Lex and Dawn, I have a great idea. After the show, I'm going to take you to the free house for breakfast. And Lex? Yes, Jace? Guess what they have. Something delicious as usual. Is there something new? No, it's something old. Something borrowed and something blue. No, it's something old, but it's one of their classics. The breakfast burrito, Lex. It's a burrito. Wow. Yes, I'm in. It's the size of Dawn's left arm. Wow, that's a big burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Are we marrying the free house? We are. We're we're marrying the free house. (laughs) And we're also going to hold our reception there because they also have new items as well for the season. So they have the tuna poke bowl. Love that. They have a fabulous beef stroganoff. They have a maple grain salad. So, you know, if we're being healthy, ladies, we can get that. That's what I'll have. I knew you were going to say that. Well, then while you're eating that, Lex and I can have their carrot cake. (laughs) I love carrot cake. Let's do it. I know. I know you do. So carrot cake, we'll get the maple grain salad for Dawn, and then we'll get a side breakfast burrito for Alexis to take home. Sound good? Delicious. I knew you would like this idea. And you will too, my talkers. Head to the Freehouse. You can order online and make reservations at freehousempls.com. And welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's slow this. I know. On this Tuesday, November 10th, 2020, I'm Jace with Lex. Dawn, Kenny's off. Steve Kornacki is here. Um, that was a lot to take in just now. That's right. Yeah, Steve. It's all right, Steve. Go back <laughs> on your charging station. <laughs> I think he's back, isn't he? I saw him yesterday. Yeah, he was back yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He was back. I didn't post about it because I don't want to lose more followers, but... Which, oh, yeah, way, did that work yesterday? Did you gain some more? What do you, Lex, are you referring to my... <laughs> did your begging in, work? <laughs> my incredibly pathetic begging? Is that what you're referring to, Lex? My, <laughs> yes. my horribly <laughs> pathetic begging to get back my 100 followers that uh-huh. left me. With your sad I, piano behind you. Because and... I posted an innocuous tweet about Steve Kornacki that actually had nothing to do with the election. Is that what you're talking about, Lex? That, exactly. And do we know that it had something to do with that, or could it have been other things, Jason? No, it was Saturday. I can look at the... It's clearly Kornacki. Well, yeah, because at Saturday morning, I posted a picture of Steve Kornacki, and I and then with a picture that said he can finally sleep. And I lost on Saturday, 
I lost a hundred <laughs> followers, a uh, hundred and two to be exact. And then I was yelled at by a woman who's like, the election isn't over. And I was like, ma'am, my, I didn't say anything about the election. I posted that Steve Kornacki could sleep. And, and you really wanted him to see it because yes, that's what I, you're, the, the point of the post is to get his you. attention. Yeah. Thank you. And now there's fighting on there, and he's going to go, ugh, I don't want to be involved. I thought I, I might be friends with Jason. sleep with yeah. this guy, but. I know. Now he so. obviously has drama surrounding him, so she's C blocking you, essentially. Yeah. Does Steve have a partner, guys? I don't know. It doesn't. I mean, here's the deal. Um, all I know is. I'm just I gained. I don't know anything. I gained back about half of my followers that I lost <laughs> awesome. yesterday, so. Great. Hi, so hi everybody. More. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> hi, everybody. My name is Jason, and I lost 102 Instagram followers because I posted a picture of Steve Kornacki. If you want to help me, please follow me right now on Instagram. Just search for my name, Jason Matheson. You'll find cute pictures of my dogs, pictures of the Magic Kingdom. Partial nudity. Oh. And lots and lots of pictures of biscuits. Nothing offensive. Big ass Christmas tree. Oh, that's right. And pictures of my big ass Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, that was nothing political. There's nothing. There's nothing about counting, or votes, or democracy. It's just (laughs) biscuits and Mickey Mouse. (laughs) So please help me regain. That's. Comforts of life. Yeah. So please. Tuga. Tuga. Whatever. <laughs> you just repeating whatever she says. Whatever she says, dog. As long as I get 52 more followers, oh, I'll be fine. That's done. all I want. And cocktails, Jason. Cocktails, oh, cocktails. I have lots of pictures of cocktails. And Disney. Did you say that? Yeah, I said that. Oh, okay. And occasionally pictures of my family, but only if they're good pictures. So please. <laughs> So please follow me. Search for Jason Matheson and turn around this ship that was so unjustly turned the other direction on Saturday. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. I just love that you think that's the only factor that people would unfollow you. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> bitch party of one. Your booth no, no, is ready. No, no. Bitch party of one. I, oh, I my it's so goodness. It's funny how you've narrowed it down to one post. Because Lex, <laughs> bitchy McBitcher Spice, um, because you can go, you can go to, oh. you press the insights button. Oh, your analytics, so right. You go to analytics and then uh-huh. you can go, you can go day to day. Uh-huh. And it'll show you how many followers you gained right. and how many you lost. And I had 102 people. My average is like two or three unfollows a day because that's bots and all that stuff. Right. 102 people unfollowed me on Saturday. And that that's is the day yes. and the time the time matches the hours after I posted the Steve Kornacki when everybody's huh. nerves were raw. I'm sure a lot of uh, people that support the president didn't want it. They thought that Steve, my post was election related and right. nerves are, uh, are, are frayed. 
they thought I was being political when I try never to be on my personal account. Yeah, you so really that's... do a good job of not. Uh, yeah. kind of border. Did you, um, hmm, did you post anything to your Instagram story no. Friday that could be within that realm of the 24-hour period? Nothing. Oh, I'm just trying to Jessica Fletcher if there could be anything else. There's nothing else, Lex. No, okay, yeah. Nothing else. That's all I did. I posted nothing on Friday. That would. I think I posted a picture of my dog, and that's about mm. it. Oh, I know. And that at least gains something. Fifty mm. followers. I mean, just, <laughs> oh, but, yeah. both of them just are just darling. so sweet. Yeah. So I. I don't know. I was just. Now, all kidding aside, I will just say this. Um, I'm having fun with this, but it is, if I can just have a moment of commentary, it does make me incredibly sad and it really bums me out. And that, that woman that said, slow your roll, it really bums me out that an innocuous post like the one I did about Steve Kornacki could, we are so sensitive now on both sides that you, you, that would anger people to unfollow me when I think our work here on the show stands for itself. And I said it to this woman that I had a back and forth with. I said, ma'am, I t- we walk on eggshells to not, and it's our job. This isn't a yeah. political station. Mm-hmm. We don't mention anything. And I said, it. and if I look, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but geez, Louise, if I look at colleagues, um, I'm just stating fact, I don't post hardly anything about Anything um, uh, political. Well, I can't. I have a very strict contract with Fox. But I'm like, so I post this and that pisses you off? It makes me sad. It makes me, it really does make me sad for where we are. I wonder Um, if our colleagues have seen a loss of followers who are more political. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure, but 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 they've always been that way. And I I got to tell you, I'm not busting on them. Let me be very clear. I am uh, bringing that up. I applaud them. I wish I, I, you know, uh, people often, I, I, I do look forward to the day that I maybe just own a restaurant (laughs) and I can maybe do a podcast where, uh, where I don't have to always edit myself. Um, You know what I mean? But that's a good question. So I'm saying I'm not throwing shade at my colleagues of both places that can be overtly political. I, I applaud them. I, I just can't for a variety of reasons. Um, but I, I'm sure, I'm sure they do get blow, black, blow back considering yeah. their environment, the environment. And also followers because of it too. You know, I mean, it's oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's a, you know, double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven fourteen. everybody. When we come back, uh, we're going to lighten things up with something that has been an escape for us during these tumultuous times. The Great British Bake Off. Next. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning. And streaming at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Kenny's off. I love this song. Yes. Makes me happy. I always uh, sing it full blast. Do you? Yep. It was used in a trailer for a movie that uh, didn't do very well, but... I don't know why. I think it's because when I, it was released right when I first moved here, it's called "The Object of My Affection" with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd. Oh no! 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Don. I'm sorry. Is there something you would like to share with the class? I, is there something? No, nope, nope, not at all. Oh. I have no... oh, what kind of movie was that, Jace? Huh. Well, uh, well, obviously now, Alexis, it's something that Don will soon be assigned for first movie review. <laughs> yes. Why oh. did I say that? Oh. What is wrong with me? I need some. Lex, don't don't you think exactly. she was crying out? Uh, she was crying so. out. Just desire uh. is just so there. You know what? Uh. And just just because Dawn was sassy right there, we're gonna object. Dang it! Object oh, yeah, of my this, uh, affection trailer. Object. You know, Lex. Thank you. Affection. Thank you for your support oh, I've on never that. Never even um, heard of it. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, we're going to listen to the trailer right wait. here. Here we go. Here we go. So you have the keys. You have the phone number. The buzzer doesn't work. You know that. Uh, the Korean deli is across the street from the subway. It's open until midnight. Avoid the salad bar. When Nina met George, she found the roommate she was looking for. Nina's told me all about you. Nice to meet you. Hey, I feel better knowing somebody's keeping an eye out for my girl. The friendship she'd been searching for. We should go dancing. Oh, I'm signing us up. Honestly, even when I was desperate to marry Sydney, I never carried on like you do. And the complication. I think that Nina and George have a great relationship. No one was ready for. Are you sleeping with her? Vince, I'm gay. You are? And it's a valid and wonderful choice. Who was the first person you ever slept with? Lucy Jane Parnell. You slept with a girl? I enjoy gay people. I just have a slight problem with my sister being in love with one of them. I am not in love with him. Whenever I call, you're doing mambo with your landlady. It's not healthy. Help! You're not offering her anything more than friendship. Why does everything have to be about sex with you? Can get- oh, yeah, I'm absolutely. Uh, Lex, let's write this oh, down. Yeah, mm. write that one. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> I forgot how much. Mm. Anyway. Have you watched Con Air yet? Yeah, Jace. I don't really need your attitude, uh, Don. I don't really need your... Just no, no. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) I have. Maybe I haven't. Nicholas Um, Cage. uh Uh-huh. But object of my affection for Don. Okay, I got that written down. But that that song, the Sister Hazel song, is in the trailer. uh, I see. And I love... uh, This movie, look, it probably hasn't aged well. Probably outdated references and and mm-hmm. um, but it was so in Paul Rudd. How can you not love Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston together? It was just cute. So Ooh, yeah, yep. I can't, yeah, I mean, there could be some chemistry there. Yeah, there was. Yeah, so I'm what very. What year is this? Um, ninety nine. Oh boy, oh, late nineties. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Uh, object. Okay, how do I see it? Object, Object of, my... of my affection. 1998. Oh, my Yeah, Jennifer God. Aniston gets a crush on her best friend who just happens to be gay. And it was uh, adapted from a novel. See, Dawn? It was uh, a novel. Is, is it going to be really offensive and pretend that she changes him into not being gay? Um, uh, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let me tell you no. No, 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 no. That that's it's very realistic. It's very oh. tacky. No, it's not, Dawn. Just, <laughs> I mean, I just, not, if it yes. goes in that direction, I just hate, not. like, Geely has some shades of that in it. Yeah, no, I'm no, like, no. okay. 
No, Paul Rudd is firmly a friend of Dorothy, like firmly. me. I mean, firmly. That's right. <laughs> Six to it, huh? Yeah. Object of my affection. Just wait I've for your assignment, Don. Just wait, though. Gay yeah. man. Have you, a, Lex? Yeah, I have. What'd you say? Yeah, I'd... I've had a crush on many a gay man. Have you, Don? Um, yeah, probably, like in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just... Colin... Was, yeah. Colin broke some hearts. Oh, I bet. He, yeah, he had, um, he won't mind me saying this. He had a, I think right, like a couple years before we met, he had a a girl that just really kind of fell head over heels and was in denial of the fact. Oh, no. That he was friend of Dorothy. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I am a platinum gay, okay? Oh, yeah, and Colin, so. oh, yeah. Colin is a platinum gay. I mean, at headquarters, he's on a wall. Yeah. You know, he our, our, stars. Remember, Dawn, do you remember? Where's our new headquarters at? Do you remember I told you? Oh, um, oh shoot. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Apple, Grand I mean, Gr- Golden oh, Valley. Golden, Golden Valley. Valley. That's right. Golden Valley. Oh, really? What, did you I, know that? Yeah. While I, it I was gone I while you were gone. there was a... a yeah, headquarters a, is in the Golden Valley. Now, yes, yes. It looks like the hall... The uh, uh, the Hall of Freedom on Super Friends. That's what uh, the Hall of Justice. <laughs> but um, and Colin is on the wall because he is he's a gold star gay. He's a platinum gay. Uh-huh. He has never he has never seen a woman. He has never been with a woman. And I, uh-huh. I mean, seen he's seen women, but right, he right. has. Yeah, he's never had nook with a woman. Uh-huh. He's and never C-section, right? Yeah, that's so. He is oh, like platinum. That's yeah. what makes him platinum. That's platinum. <laughs> yes, he's never been through a vagina. He, exactly. Oh. In any capacity. Yes. It, yeah, he he would be oh, gold if it was wasn't a C-section. I was going to say my C-section. brother's in that group too, but I but he was birthed vaginally, so okay. Yeah, nope, yeah. nope. That's gold. That's gold. <laughs> oh, he's Colin, gold. Okay. Colin is platinum. Platinum. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Every year we get a little, we get a token. <laughs> He gets a little charm. He does. He gets, a, he gets a charm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the program. That's the way it works, everybody. That's the way it works. Uh, 726. Uh, like I said, when we come back, I promise we will talk about Great British Bake Off when we oh, return. Right. And now, a haiku dad joke from Alexis. Did you ever know how poets can tell the time? By Haiku Clock. That was <laughs> oh, no. a Haiku Dad joke. No. She's a poet, you know? From Alexis. No. no. <laughs> I will not accept I will not accept that. Haiku Clock. Haiku Clock. I will, Dawn, I, I apologize to the listening audience. I will not. I will not. Ex- I will not. Accept it. Accept that. Get those syllables in, guys. Oh, God. Haiku Clock. Haiku dad joke from Alexis. Haiku dad joke three. <laughs> hey, poet, what you playing? Haiku stick guitar? That was a haiku dad joke. Hmm, that's rather poetic. From Alexis. Haiku I apologize. Stick guitar. I apologize haiku for stick. that one as well. Oh, yeah. man. It took me a second to get it. I know. But, me too. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I apologize oh, to, the, to the entire listening audience. Uh, Dawn and I apologize. <laughs> we found those in the archives of the show there, Jace. 
Oh, I'm yeah. so glad I, I did. I love him. I forgot. I mean, I don't love him. No. <laughs> Whoops. No. If you've got one, send him my way. I think it's time no, for a new please. batch, maybe, huh? Maybe a new hmm. batch. You yeah. can't come in the building. You can't come in the building. So it's like, it's impossible for you to do this. You can't. You're not allowed in the building. So it's impossible for you to do. I'll make a cassette. No, 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 you're not allowed, Alexis, you're not allowed. Um, I thought we had Christmas ones, too. Uh, Uh, Not a haiku. Maybe we need them since everyone's so hungry for Christmas. Maybe. Maybe. So write that down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Write that down. Mm -hmm. Um, Write down the good ideas, don't we? (laughs) We do. We do. We always do. Uh, Great British Bake Off. Uh, who watched? Show of hands. Lex, Over did here. you watch? Yep. Dawn, did oh, you yes. watch? Yes. Are you kidding? I'm okay. obsessed. Okay. What's your thoughts, Dawn? How are you feeling? Spoiler alert, by the way, everybody. Spoiler Spo- alert. Uh, it's been a couple days. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I okay. So I laughed so hard, I almost just like choked because of the ice cream cakes. Oh, oh my it's goodness. It's really cruel for me to say that. That was the showstopper at the end oh. of the show. It was 95 degrees in the tent. Oh. Uh, I also listened to a podcast called The Bakedown, and it they it's former stars that, um, that kind of break down the shows. And they were saying how, you know, they cannot, they basically can't have people ask, like, why don't they put air conditioners in there? But you can't because of the sound quality. That's why they never have air inside the tent. Oh, is that the reason? Yeah, it just wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to get good sound, which is so true if you think about a big generator and all of that. So, Uh, but uh, I would like to say that Lottie's cake that was supposed to be a cassette tape, this is why I laughed so hard because MC said, that looks like a book left out in the rain that somebody had diarrhea. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm yes. sorry. It was very sad. Like Laura's cake, her ice cream cake. <laughs> oh, she, she didn't press the right button on her ice cream maker. Uh, and so it was just falling apart. And then they just shoved it in their freezers. Freezers. And it's like, can you imagine opening up Laura's freezer and going, oh. what is this monstrosity? Oh, poor thing. Oh, she had good flavors, though, with the chocolate and the nuts. And ooh, true. It yeah, but it looked really good. Oh, it looked oh, like a mess. It was terrible. So I think and that was the most entertaining part of the show for me. I for just sure. I said this to Colin and I said this yesterday on the talk show. I get it. I get it. And now I, one of my questions was what you just answered, Don. Why? Why do they not have air conditioning units in that tent? Mm. But for the love of of Paul Simon, (laughs) why are you having them do ice cream cakes in the middle of summer? In the middle of summer, yeah, in a non-air conditioned tent, that seems ridiculous to me. And Paul Hollywood was like, "No, we didn't know because you know we set out these briefs in advance, and it's all planned in advance, so we didn't know." But then. The podcast I listened to acknowledged that he had a little smirk on his face. He was trying not to smile when he's like, it's just terrible that they had to make ice cream cakes on a 95 degree. Come on. You yes. can't have the food producers come up with the dip. But you know what? It makes for a dramatic show. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah.
I would want to see maybe one of them melt down, and Laura gave oh. that to us. Oh my God, Laura's cake! <laughs> oh man, it, it looked it did look like a giant pile of diarrhea <laughs> with some nuts. A book with diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lottie's. Well, when you use ice cream as the frosting, that is where you go oh wrong. I need yes. solid oh. ice cream. To chunk. hold it in, yes. yes you need the ice cream in the middle. It. Yes. Yeah. Keep and it outside. Cold. That's, you know, learn from the DQ. So yeah. it was between Laura and Lottie, everyone, on mm-hmm. the Great British Baking Show. And here's uh, Noel delivering uh, the bad news. Uh, here's Great British Bake Off. It does get tougher because you're all our little buddies now. But the person who is going home today is... Lottie. Oh. Cat face. Bye, cat face. I'm going to say it to you, Lex. Bye, cat face. Just give me a minute. She's crying. Aww. It's just like a massive relief, but also, like, obviously, I'm gutted to see everyone, like, not be with everyone every day. Honestly, it's been amazing. It has been amazing. Can you stop crying, please, Laura? <laughs> Stop crying, Lori. Making crying me cry. out of joy that she didn't go home. Yeah, because <laughs> she knew, girl. She was she was inches oh, away from going home. Chopping black for sure. Uh, and it's it's so very British. Um, I was watching the hugging that goes on after the elimination, and you know the Brits are not known for being very effusive, and it's not a stereotype. It really is. I mean, even the Brits say that. Yeah. It's funny to watch. If you ever go back and rewatch that episode, watch young Peter. He doesn't know quite what to do. Like he's he he's he's not like hugging her, and he just seems very awkward. He's a young Brit. Everyone, if you don't watch the show, he's the youngin in the group. Yeah, he's the baby maker of this season. Yeah, and, and he, he just 12. doesn't. Yeah, he just doesn't quite know what to do with his emotions. He's like, um, okay, do I hug her? Do I, okay, do I make a sad face? Do I make it? It's so funny. It's he was so, so British by this whole week anyway, because it was eighties week and yeah, what, he was born mid nineties or something. He's that like, that's ancient history. Right? I think I studied it. <laughs> he has no yeah. idea. His Christmas cake though. Wow. <gasps> yes, that was that so good. beautiful. He's great. Uh, on the uh, he's I love him, but my favorite one, Hermine one. So yes. I was very excited. She hadn't won one yet as Star Baker, and oh man, she said something during the episode that I thought, oh man, uh, I, I want to be friends. She said that she likes to cook almost more than she likes to bake, and I'm thinking she's already a good baker. Imagine her dishes. Yeah, oh. I mean that's what really sets her apart is that she Flavor. comes up with great flavors. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think oh. she it's her it's her um competition to lose uh, between yeah. her and Peter. Her and Peter, yeah, those yeah. two. Mm-hmm. I have and seven then- classes coming up, you guys, Whoa! before Christmas. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you already know what you're making or is it mm-hmm. a, kind of a mystery? Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to get the I ingredients do. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Ooh. I have a pork what are you pie. Most excited for. I'm doing a pork pie this weekend, which, you know, it's the it's the first savory thing I've made, you know, that nice. would be considered a meal, so that's going to be fun. Mhm. And then oh. I'm making florentines um mm-hmm. this weekend. So those are the two things coming up. Oh. I'm so jealous. I'm so <laughs> jealous of you. <laughs> 
because it's you you make these and it's so it looks so fun i don't yeah i'll bring some into the office because i don't think mc's gonna like the florentines he's just really not into that because florentines it's like i had to get mixed peel which is like orange peel and lemon peel it's sort of like um it's a crispy thing they did it at the beginning of the season it's a crispy cookie yeah there's chocolate drizzled on top but it has like um it's more of like a hard structure sort of like a fruit cake but it has a snap to it so it's there are raisins in there or dried cranberries and nuts and seeds and things it's like a Ooh, a snap raisins. type Yum. of a cookie yeah raisins oh. <laughs> jeez are you with us you don't right like now? yeah are you no, here? I'm what are you doing? I'm no i'm about listening raisins. no i'm listening oh, okay. i'm just listening <laughs> don't want to interrupt every second <laughs> oh well if you uh if you want to watch the past episodes this is a good season i i didn't i didn't wasn't for sure if i loved it at first but um i've grown as is usually the case i've grown to really like some of these folks a lot um in this who's in this your cast. favorite to win well i did love lottie and now um uh, her hair bugged me I know, but still, her like hair it. was down all the time. Out. Like you're gonna yeah. get an air in your food. Um, I I like Peter. I like Peter. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll win, but I like Peter. So I don't know yeah. who's your favorite to win, Lex. Oh, Hermine, by far. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those... And it was so cute when she won Star Baker for the first time, uh, and she was the last one to win. She her son ran in at, at during the interview, and it was just so cute. I'm like, he's like seven to eight years old. It was just sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and they get to have their kids there because they're in lockdown. I think yeah. these bakers are are closer as far as friendship goes because they had to be in a bubble like yeah. for for weeks before in quarantine together to be able to make this happen. And so yeah. that's why the kids are there because we've never before seen family except for the um the end whenever they're presenting with the big party out yeah, in the garden. Yeah, big picnic. Yeah. The yeah. Well, you can um, watch it right now on Netflix. Catch up. It's, mm-hmm. This is episode seven. Um, it's just a good escape. We always say that, but it really is. It's just a nice escape, especially these last few weeks. So uh, 742, stay right there. We will be back with Liz right after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. On Beauty and the Beast, just the thought of what can never be is love enough. It's the rarest kind of love. Then on Dallas, guess who's really behind the battle for Southport? You want to ruin JR, you hit him from all sides. And on Falcon Crest. What does a girl have to do to get a date with you, Lance? I couldn't possibly guess. Friday. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. A fantastic night of television, starting at 8, 7 Central and Mountain on CBS. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk window seven one. Everything entertainment, everything My Little Pony. I'm Jace with Lex oh. and Dawn. Kenny's off. You're here. We're here. Thank you for being here. Here, here. The band's all here. <laughs> Tuesday, November 10th, uh, 2020. And Liz is here as well. Let's potter up our buddy Liz from Little Brothers, Friends of the Elderly. Good morning, Liz. Good morning to everybody over there. Good morning. <laughs> How are so, you feeling today? Have a good day. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Good. Great. Well, you know, over the weekend we lost Alex Trebek. Yeah, I heard about, I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed like a very gracious, kind man. So, 
Yeah, he definitely he, was. Was it No, go ahead, Lex. You had a, you had a question oh, yeah. in relation to that. I was that. wondering too, Liz. You know, you do you like game shows, and if you do, which ones do you love? Well, I hate to tell you, but I never watched any of them. I usually would watch uh, dramas or history or that kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. We were wondering, maybe you were a Jeopardy kind of yeah, person. Yeah, I'm not a Jeopardy fan, but I did know about him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's one. He's one of those hosts uh, that is almost kind of bigger than the show. Uh, the show uh-huh. itself. So, mm-hmm. what, what, well, what? Apparently, he was on for thirty-seven years. That's a long time to be host of one mm-hmm. show. That's right. a long time. Yeah, for any show. Uh-huh. I mean, that's uh-huh. it's crazy. It's it's just a very very long time to to have any uh, mm-hmm. to have any one job. What uh-huh. were Liz, what were some of your, like, in any genre, um, fun shows? I mean, I know I know you're interested in history and all that stuff, but some of your guilty pleasures, what were some of the shows that you've enjoyed over the years? Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? I can't remember which ones I watched that were funny anymore. <laughs> I, you know, I, it's been so long since a lot of them have been on that they've just escaped my memory. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I think uh, Bob Hope. Anything with Bob Hope was fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, any of his specials. Remember all the he he would uh, do all the military specials. Right, and I used to watch those. He was so wonderful, you know. And the thing that was so bad about it was when when he got older, he got a reputation because he wasn't keeping up with the times, you know. Oh. And uh, so his later shows, you know, were not watched as much as when. He was younger because his politics weren't up for, to the times. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and he, he was also one of those. It's funny, Liz, that you said that because I'm I I watch a lot of documentaries about Johnny Carson and Johnny. Yeah. Johnny always lists um, George Burns and Bob Hope as two examples of entertainers that were pressured to perform well after their prime, that they right. just they didn't know when to get off the stage. And yeah. Bob Hope is one that he always listed as, uh-huh. uh, you know, he should have uh, he, he should have gracefully stepped down. Well, you know, way before he did. I know. Um, but he, he liked sta- people too much and he wanted he to did. be with them all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I wonder now if Bob Hope, just with all the different avenues and ways to entertain, if mm-hmm. he would have pivoted and it, that would have worked, you know? I don't know. You know, part of the problem I think uh, now is that so many people are uh, so anxious and they're so bitter about stuff. I don't know if his kind of humor would have gone over because he used to make fun of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody. Uh, everybody. And a lot of people don't have a sense of humor anymore. No. Well, isn't that the truth? Yeah. 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 No, you're, you're right. Those comedians and, and people have a... I mean, that was only the 70s and 80s, but people have a short memory. I mean, um, comedians like Bob Hope and Carson, they mm-hmm. used to make... No matter who the politician was, no matter uh, what side of the aisle they were on, those comedians, uh-huh. they, they made fun of everybody. They made they fun did, of everybody. And people loved it. Even the uh, people that he was making fun of got to laugh up over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they used to make fun of Dan Quayle. And right. Then, then they made fun of Clinton. I mean, uh, Jay Leno did nothing but make fun of Billy Boy. And, uh, I know. And Johnny used to make fun of uh, Gerald Ford and, right. and uh, Carter. and but But you can't. 
now comedians don't have that leeway because no. the minute the minute even if you make a harmless joke, you're uh-huh. med- immediately labeled as being political. Oh, um, I know. Pe- or you've got, they get their nose out of joint too quickly about yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, people people don't find those things funny anymore, which mm-hmm. makes me sad. We should be able to poke a little fun at this to let the air oh, out of the yeah. tire, so to speak. So, well, you know, the thing that gets me is the fact that we can't even laugh at ourselves anymore. No, no, we <laughs> you can't. You know, and we're pretty laughable when you think about it because Absolutely. we do crazy things. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Liz, if we can't see that, we're in sad shape. Yep. <laughs> so, Again. So. More words of wisdom from Liz. You just need to lighten up, right, Liz? We need. Uh, yeah. We do. Yeah, I've been here too long, guys. <laughs> yes, this is Liz. I've been through it all. Yeah. Well, exactly. We'll bundle bundle back up. It's cold Ooh. again, Liz. The, the, the warm yes, temperatures are over. I'm glad I have a nice warm house to be in. So. Yes. Well, we'll talk to you next week, Liz. Thank you so much. Well, and thank you for having me on. I really have fun with you people. Uh, oh, oh we, we have fun with you. Okay. Bye, sweetheart. We'll talk to you next bye, week. Bye-bye. There's Liz. I love it. I love it. Hey, Liz, what game shows do you watch? Yeah, I don't watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch any. Oh, God. Yeah, well, best, alrighty then. <laughs> best laid plans always just yeah. goes right out the window. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. She's like, it's but like, I got Bob Hope. <laughs> yeah. Bob, he used to, you know, the youngins are like, who the hell is that? He was giant. I mean, he was just like a master of ceremonies for everything. Oh, he had, yeah. There's there's still a humanitarian award named after Bob Hope. He yeah. did a lot of good. He did. He really did. Uh, the Oprah Winfrey uh, won the Bob Hope Humanitarian Award, I believe, in like oh, 91 or right. 92. Yeah, she won that award. And, um, I also went to Bob Hope Elementary School in you Okinawa, did? Japan. You did? Yep. Oh, that's right. What? Yeah. Yep. The, the, my elementary school was named after him. And guess what the mascot was? A bottle of booze? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> A panda. Oh, god! It was? So yeah. Cute. I mean, I don't know if that had anything to do with Bob Hope, but... that I mean, my love for pandas goes way, way back is all oh, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't that's... know that, that you went to Bob Hope. I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. you've said it over the years, but yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, you know, it's all military. All of us were military kids in Okinawa, Japan. So he did a lot of um, hosting of, you know, for the troops and to entertain them. Yeah. yeah he's 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 up there. He's uh, the um, USO. Why did I not think that's of the term USO? USO? Thank you. It took yes. me a moment. I was like, when I was when we were just discussing it with Liz, I'm like, I kept thinking ISO and then UFO, and I'm like, well, Jason, uh, yeah, come on. Oh wow, he made 57 tours with the USO. Yeah. He was wow. amazing. Bob Hope, everyone. 7:55. When we come back, Alexis has an Alexis Thompson quiz ready for us. Plus the dirt alert, and uh, I have a story about a pen pal. That and more when we come back. You're gone away It's a beautiful day